0: Hello and welcome to Disney Travel Tales, a podcast that allows you to immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny and I'm so happy to be here with you talking about my favorite thing Disney trips. Join us every Friday as we explore the parks or cruise ships with a new guest and learn inside tips and tricks to hopefully help make your vacation go a little smoother. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you are listening so you never miss a new episode, and I would love it if you left a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. Another way to support the podcast is to use me as your travel agent at no cost to you. Email me at jenny at trolleylanetravel.com. Let me do all the hard planning while you sit back and count down the days to your vacation. Okay, so let's get going with today's show. Welcome to Disney Travel Tales. You are listening to episode number 71. And in this episode, I'm going to be doing dining reviews of Ohana, Steakhouse 71, and the famous Hoop-dee-doo musical review. All of them are at Walt Disney World in Florida. So on my last Walt Disney World trip, I had the pleasure of eating at all three of these restaurants, and in this podcast, I'm going to give you my honest review of the food that I ordered, the service, and just the restaurant overall. I love episodes like this because they really help me personally plan my future Disney trips. It gives you a great insight of where you should eat, because sometimes the fancy restaurants that everyone talks about on Instagram and social media they're not always as great as they seem. So I hope you enjoy this episode and just know I am being 100% honest. Okay, so let's start with Ohana. Ohana is located in Disney's Polynesian Resort. And this resort is located by Magic Kingdom on the Monorail Loop. They offer breakfast and dinner service. And the breakfast is a character meal where you will meet Lilo and Stitch and other friends as listed on the Disney website. Mickey and Pluto are usually there, but this can change. While I didn't have the breakfast, I have heard it's really good and the character experience is great. So I had dinner at Ohana. One thing that I love about Ohana is it gives you a chance to walk around and explore the Polynesian Resort. This is a gorgeous resort. Ohana is on the second floor, so if you're coming off the monorail you just kind of walk onto the, you get off at this floor. So you just kind of walk right into the resort and you will see Ohana on the left back side. We had a table in the back left corner and we were surrounded by windows. We had like a circle table. Um, there were like seven or eight of us and it was a really great spot. We could see magic kingdom, the seven seas lagoon, And we had a late dinner reservation. So by the end of dinner, we saw the electrical pageant that goes by on the Seven Seas Lagoon. And we saw the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. They actually pipe in the music for the fireworks. They pipe it into this restaurant. And that was a pretty neat experience. Now, the downside is... One thing that I noticed is the windows in this restaurant are very dirty. I don't know if it was just when we were there, even though I have heard this from um, another guest on my podcast, they were so dirty, like it was really noticeably dirty. And so it was almost hard to see outside with the windows being so dirty. Um, I honestly would not use this as like a main time to see fireworks, I wouldn't even necessarily plan around eating here so you can see the fireworks because the dirty windows, they really take away from that experience. I would go eat dinner here if you wanted to do it in the evening, and then I would go down to the beach at the Polynesian and watch the fireworks from there because they pipe in the music there as well. Ohana is decorated in a very beachy Pacific Island style, like think dark woods and greenery. Since I've been to Hawaii since eating here, it really reminds me of Hawaii. Like it, when I was at Hawaii, I thought, oh, this is like what Ohana feels like. So for dinner, they keep the lighting really like down and it's kind of dark in there and it has a really nice calming ambiance. Okay. So on to the food from the Disney website. It says enjoy an evening of Hawaiian flavored specialties, music and fun. Unwind in a dining room brimming with tikis and tropical greenery as you savor delicious dishes like grilled teriyaki beef, spicy peel-and-eat shrimp, grilled chicken, and ohana noodles. Plus, you can satisfy your sweet tooth with pineapple coconut bread pudding and vanilla ice cream. It's a tantalizing taste of the South Pacific. This meal is served family style and they brought bowls of food to our table and just kind of set it in the middle and everyone serves themselves. Cost for the meal is $59 an adult and $38 per child. This does not include tax and gratuities. So when we first got there, the um, server came over, asked about allergies like they usually do, and then took our drink order. So I ordered a Hawaiian mule. It was really good, but it was really sweet. I like meals because they tend to be refreshing and kind of light, and this had been a really hot day, but this meal was so sweet. I I enjoyed it, but I could only drink one because of how sweet it was. The server then brought out um, our appetizers, which was honey coriander chicken wings, pork dumplings with a garlic chili sauce, a mixed green salad, and Ohana bread with honey butter. All of these items were delicious. I enjoyed every single item, and honestly, this could have just been my dinner. It's a lot of food. We had a table, like I said, of seven or eight, and it was just so much food. And if you want something, um, like if you wanted some more chicken wings or some more of the dumplings, you just ask your server and they will bring it out to you. The main meal consisted of teriyaki beef, peel and eat shrimp, ohana noodles, grilled chicken with a chimichurri sauce and roasted seasonal vegetables. I tried everything, and my favorites by far were the noodles and the shrimp. The chicken and beef were really good and had great flavor, but I was already getting full from just the appetizers, so I kind of wanted just to eat a lighter, the lighter items for my dinner portion, and that's why I stuck with the shrimp and noodles. I do know that the beef was probably the most popular item at our table for this round of food. And then came the dessert. We had the Ohana bread pudding with ice cream and a caramel sauce. It was absolutely delicious, but I was already so full from all the food that I only had a couple of bites. Overall, I really did enjoy Ohana. This is a really long meal though, so keep that in mind. I think we were here for definitely over an hour, maybe even close to two hours. Um, sure if I would go back because it is pretty pricey and it's just so much food, like way too much food. I would probably choose instead to just go to Kona Cafe, which is also in the Polynesian Resort and just order my favorites from the menu since they have most of them there. I would get the chicken wings, the dumplings, and then the stir fry shrimp with noodles and just share those with my family. And that would probably be plenty of food for us and a much lower cost. When was the last time you visited a Disney park? For many adults, it's been a really long time. I would love to help you fix that situation. As a travel agent specializing in Disney, my job is to make sure your vacation can go as seamless as possible. All of my services are complimentary to my clients. Yes, you heard that right. I'm free to you. These services include helping you from the start finding the perfect resort to fit your needs, handling all the bookings and reservations, helping to teach you about the parks, because if it's been a while, man, have they changed. I have insider tips and tricks I share with all of my clients, and I will be your single point of contact throughout your entire trip, even while you are there. Don't wait another year to visit a Disney park or go on a Disney cruise. Let this be the year you finally go. Email me at jenny at trolleylanetravel.com To get the conversation started, or see the link in the show notes to fill out my quote form. All listeners that book a trip with me will receive a $20 gift card to use on their trip. Just make sure you say you heard this on the podcast. Okay, now back to the show. Now on to Steakhouse 71. We had breakfast at Steakhouse 71 and this was definitely on my must-do list for this trip. Steakhouse 71 is located in the Contemporary Resort and opened in October 1st, opened on October 1st, 2021 for the 50th anniversary. It's a nod to the year 1971 and the opening of Walt Disney World in Florida. When you first walk in, it's this long hallway and there's pictures of like building Magic Kingdom and building the contemporary and just kind of all of that time, like the dedication day. And I really enjoyed looking at these. Um, I have a little video that I'll post of them that I will put on our Instagram so you can go and see it over there. I'm just really nostalgic and I love all things, Disney history, Walt Disney, Roy Disney. And so this was such a nice space that I really, really enjoyed. Um, the rest of the restaurant is really nothing special. It's muted tones. There are no windows. It really feels like you're boxed in. Um, we were in a table at the very back, right. Um, and since we were a larger group, it just, we were just like in this, Boxton area. I don't know. There was just nothing special about it or nothing special about where we sat or the scenery or anything like that. But the one thing that I did love about this restaurant was the service. They were so fast. And on top of things, we had a reservation for a Keys to the Kingdom tour. And we told our server that we were kind of on limited time and that could he, you know, make sure we had our food and we're out of there by a certain time. And he did it like he was absolutely amazing. And yeah, we got out of there in a really timely manner, which was nice. So from the Disney website, it describes Steakhouse 71 as a family friendly steakhouse. Get a taste of Disney heritage when you dine at the newest restaurant in Disney's Contemporary Resort. Named for the year Disney's Contemporary Resort first opened, Steakhouse 71 harkens back to the design style of the 1970s, reimagined in a contemporary, comfortable, and sleek way. You'll even notice some Florida flares such as Orange Bird and Citrus Groves mixed in with the decor. An inspired menu. Feast on a delicious menu that offers a nod to Walt Disney himself. Choose from dishes inspired by some of Walt's favorites, including the Steakhouse 71 Feast or Walt's Prime Rib Hash for Breakfast and French Onion Soup, Prime Rib, a 6-ounce filet mignon, or a dry aged bone-in pork chop for lunch or dinner. Classic cocktails and a portfolio of Disney family wines are also available. The Steakhouse 71 Lounge. Find just the escape you're looking for. Settle into comfortable lounge seating and sip on beverages reminiscent of the 1970s. Enjoy drinks inspired by the history of the area, including cocktails that evoke scents of citrus groves and so much more. We also invite you to taste modern interpretations of classic dishes such as PB&J, chicken wings, loaded mac and cheese, and the house classic bacon and eggs. So for breakfast, I decided that I was going to order the avocado toast, which was avocado, toasted sourdough bread, caramelized onion jam, and breakfast potatoes. It was only $13 and this meal was delicious. Like it sounds really simple, but it was absolutely amazing. It had so much flavor to it. It was like two really big pieces of sourdough toast, um, you know, kind of stacked up with all the goods And it was beautiful looking, absolutely delicious. I really wanted to try Walt's Prime Rib Hash just because it was a favorite of Walt's. Um, That comes with a seared prime rib, fried potatoes, caramelized onions and peppers topped with a fried egg. But since we had a tour and I knew there was going to be a lot of walking, I did not want to be too full. There was also a seasonal pancake offering at the time when we went, and someone in our party got that, and she really enjoyed that as well. Steakhouse 71 has a fantastic lunch and dinner menu that I would love to try sometime. People rave about the stack burger and the steak frites. There's also the Steakhouse 71 chocolate cake that is supposed to be amazing. Overall, I would definitely come back to this restaurant, and I plan to come back to this restaurant. The food was amazing. It's priced very reasonably, and there's such a great variety on the menu that it's a place you could keep coming back to on every trip, and it would take you a while before you even got to try everything that you wanted to. Okay, now on to the Hoop-dee-doo musical review. So hoop doo is located at Fort Wilderness Resort. If you're not staying here, the best way to get here is you can take a boat from Magic Kingdom. You can drive your car if you have a car or just Uber or Lyft over. So from the Disney site, it is explained as Frontier Style Family Fun. Join the Pioneer Hall players for two hours of rousing dancing, singing, and zany comedy. Get ready to clap, move your feet, sing along, or just have a good time at Rustic Pioneer Hall in Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. In between skits and song standards, chow down on all you care to enjoy fried chicken and smoked barbecue pork ribs, as well as a tossed green salad, cowboy beans, fresh baked cornbread, macaroni and cheese, and creamy coleslaw. And be sure to save room for the grand finale, Strawberry Shortcake. Unlimited draft beer, wine, and sangria are available for guests 21 years of age and older, and soft drinks are also included. It also says getting to the show. It says to arrive 30 minutes prior to your reservation time to check in. The doors open at 4, 6.15, and 8.30. Seating will begin immediately at these times, and the show begins 20 minutes later. Um, When you're making your reservation, there are three different categories that you can choose from when booking for your seating. I highly recommend to go look at the seating chart if this is a meal that you are interested in getting a reservation for. So you choose from three different seating categories. Um, There's category one, two, and three. Category one and two are on the bottom floor and category three is upstairs. So it also says that wheelchair accessibility is only for categories one and two. Because there's no elevator, so there's no way to get up to uh, the second floor. When you are looking at their prices, they do include tax and gratuity, which is nice because a lot of these places don't. So category one, which is on the floor closest to this stage, is $74 an adult and $44 a child. Category two, which is on the floor but a little bit farther back, is $69 for an adult and $40 for a child. And then category three is upstairs, and that is $66 for an adult and $39 for a child. So we were in category one, and we were seated at the very front table to the stage right in the center. When we got there, we all kind of looked at each other like, oh shoot, what's going to (laughs) happen? We just had a really intuitive feeling that we were going to get messed with during this meal. This is a really popular dinner show and reservations go quickly. So if you're wanting to do this meal, you need to be ready to make that ADR at 60 days out to ensure that you get it. I would plan it for the end of your trip, um, just to give you a better odds at getting it. And just so you know, prepayment is also required. So be ready for that. When you go make your reservation, we got there early. And when we got there, you kind of stand outside. They have a little bar open where they're serving beer and wine and sodas, um, So everyone's just kind of hanging out out there, grabbing a drink, getting ready for the show, relaxing. And then when it's time to seat you, they will call you in and walk you over to your table. So the inside of the restaurant is very pioneer style. It has a very large bottom floor with lots of tables and chairs, and then there's stages at the front. And then there is like a balcony slash loft on the top. So they look over down onto the bottom floor. Um, they have, they still have a, this is a great view of the stage as well. You're just kind of not on that bottom floor. You're a little bit elevated up. So once we got to our seats, our server came over and he told us about the menu. He asked if we had any allergies and if anyone wanted the plant-based menu. And then he took our drink order. So I ordered the sangria, which was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, at this meal, we only had five of us and we sat at a table and we were kind of U-shaped facing the stage. I'm not going to lie. I was so nervous they were going to pick on me since I was on one of the sides of the table right next to the stage. And like I had said before, for the food, it's all served family style and you get cornbread, the mac and cheese, beans, mashed potatoes, coleslaw, barbecue pork ribs, fried chicken and strawberry shortcake. Um, the food here, it's just okay. I really don't think you need to come here for this food. If you're expecting this amazing meal, it's really not that amazing. It's just okay. It's fine. I'm from Texas and barbecue is kind of a thing here. And Florida barbecue is just not as good as Texas barbecue. I don't know what to say. It was good. I ate it. My favorite part was the mac and cheese and the cornbread and the dessert was really good, but I would not plan to come to this meal and pay this much, and think you're getting this gourmet meal, because you're not. The best part of the meal, and why everyone comes, it's the show. The show is fantastic. It's funny. The performers are amazing. All around, a really great show. I think people of all ages would love the show. I was looking around. The little kids were loving the show. They were dancing around, um, all the way up to Graham Heron's everyone loved the show. It is really long. Like I said earlier, it's two hours. So kind of think about that. If you have really small kids, I would probably wait to do this show when they were a little bit older and might enjoy it a little bit more. There were small kids there. Um, but yeah, it's a long show. It's really, it's a commitment. You got to sit there, enjoy your food and watch the show. Um, I really enjoyed it. They never picked on me, which I was super glad about. They did talk to one of the people at our table. They walk around. They really try to get everyone involved. If you're sitting upstairs, it does not guarantee that they're not going to come talk to you because they go upstairs. They talk to everyone from all over the place. It's really, really interactive. They get asked questions. They give you props. They pick on guests. Uh, it's just really funny. They really like to, you know, get kids and dads involved. It's a fun show. So my overall thoughts on this restaurant even though the food really isn't anything special, I would definitely come back again with my family for the experience. Being in front and like right in the center was just a great experience. And I tried to film some of it, but because I was like right there in the front, it felt weird because they just the performers would just like look down and be looking at me. And so I only got a little bit on film, and I will post that on our Instagram as well so you can kind of get an idea of what the show's like. Um and I I mentioned this earlier. There are three dinner shows, and we went to the early one, which was really nice because it is a long show. So keep that in mind. If you go to the eight thirty one, you're going to be getting out really late. Um, I would have to say, looking back on this trip, my favorite restaurant out of all three of these was definitely Steakhouse Seventy One. It is not only an amazing value; the service was fantastic. The location is great and the food is so, so good. If you are in Magic Kingdom one day, I really would recommend getting a reservation for a meal over here and just walk over. It's really better than any of the food they have in Magic Kingdom anyway, and it'd be a nice break from the park. And it's always fun to see other resorts. This was such a great restaurant and I recommend it to anyone visiting Walt Disney World. Okay, so those are my thoughts on Ohana, Steakhouse 71, and Hoop-dee-doo Musical Review. I would love to know if you've been to any of these restaurants and what you thought about them. Please come over to our Instagram at Disney Travel Tales and let me know your thoughts and opinions on any of the three of these restaurants. Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate you spending your time over here with us, and I hope this was just what you needed to hear today. I'm always looking for new guests for the podcast, so if you are traveling to any Disney park or cruise, see the show notes for more information about being on the show. Visit the show all around the web at DisneyTravelTales.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Travel Tales. See pictures from the guests on their vacations. Plus, this is just a great way to stay up to date with all things related to the podcast and Disney travel in general. Join me next week with a brand new episode. So until then, this is Jenny and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.